1: Welcome to another episode of Small Doses Podcast. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind y'all that your girl is back on the road. You can check me out in Chicago, Illinois on January 19th and 20th. Make sure that you get your tickets at amandaseals.com. I'll also be hitting up Dallas. Baltimore, Stanford, Connecticut, and more. You don't want to miss out. So you can also go to AmandaSeals.com and sign up for my newsletter so that you are in the know when I have a show. Last but not least, also gotta remind y'all, we need to get these subscriptions on YouTube up because they was trying to play with your girl and stall me out. And we gotta say, uh uh-uh, uh, the people are here. So when you get a chance, go to youtube.com and go to Amanda Seals TV, hit that subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. You know, we've got the visuals for this podcast over there so it's not even the same experience you know what I'm saying like you listen to it here and then you're like wait a minute I need to see the face she made when she said that well maybe we got it for you so go to YouTube Amanda Seals TV all right let's get into this next episode small
2: don't say help, help from the hip small don't say we're
1: talking that shit small don't say and keep it real small Man, it's, <laughs> it's so funky. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Small Doses Podcast. <laughs> today, so official. Today we are here to discuss discuss kindness, kindness. with an ambassador of kindness, Yvette Nicole Brown. Oh, Muppet and I really feel like, you know, your character on Community was like the
2: epitome yes. of... I mean, shady kindness. She was... Shirley wasn't all the way... Shirley that. wasn't all the way kind! She was... I mean, I think she thinks that she was, but she had a little bite. She was a little nice-tea. A little bit... are nice Are we allowed to talk about shows during We're train? not promoting
1: it. It's not even on air anymore. That's true. <laughs> well, we supposed to say? Nothing about it.
2: Do I think that I'm nice-tea in real life? Yeah. No. I, I'm actually really kind. I... I will, though. I'm from East Cleveland. So I have to... I will cut you. I, I will cut you. Now, this is <laughs> I was going to say, because I think nice tea is like... It's like you can't be kind and nice No, too. no. Nice tea is you're not nice. You're, if you're nice tea, you're a, a mean person trying to pretend to be nice. We all know people like that. I do. We both do. So that's not good. No. But if you're nice, but honest and to the point... Like, my thing is, you don't get the fever unless you deserve the fever. And even if you get the fever, it's going to be not precious. Now, look, my mother... <laughs> my mother don't don't come at mother like that. Now, mother loves you. Right. Hey, watch your tongue. It'll be that. It won't be, it'll be the Tabitha Brown type of gathering and not the, you know.
1: I appreciate also that Tabitha Brown's type of gathering has become like a branded type of gathering. Her (laughs) gathering is,
2: and listen, there's a bit, I'm not going to say it's not on purpose, but it's a bit of a curse in her (laughs) gathering. When she gathers you, your life going to change. And not in a good way, because if you have to get gathered by Tabitha, you have done something. Fair. She's not just gathering people. She's gathering the people that need to be gathered and she's raising those that weren't raised correctly by their mamas. And she just come over here. Let me go and give you a little something <laughs> help you on your way. But there's a bit of a curse. A blessed curse. But she a don't blessed it. curse. So a blessed. Now, you had hit me and you were like, I,
1: I want to do small doses. I'm like, it's overdue anyway. It so, is. yes. I
2: meant to bring my book for you to sign. Dog, God, I knew I forgot something. It's all good at It's not like I don't see you I around. was going to say, I, I, see s- you around with a I have, we have some. access. Yes. But
1: my question to you is, you, you specifically asked about doing side effects of kindness. Yes. What is it about this topic
2: that spoke to you? You know, I think that the world is mean. And I think we're becoming meaner. And I think that it is okay mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. chase your dreams and be all that you want to be. But you don't have to shank people as you go. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to especially with you, with the platform you have, to talk about it's all right to be nice to people and take care of people. We ain't got to be so hateful.
1: At this point in the show, I'm going to play this clip from Dr. Cornell West, who is running for president. That's not what this is about. This is... a. <laughs> yeah, that's not what this is about. But he has this quote about James Baldwin that I want you to hear right now.
3: We know here's, some, here's somebody who's committed to intellectual integrity, committed to a moral honesty. You Remember he says at the end of uh, Notes of a Native Son in, in the introduction, all I ever want to be is an honest man and who, like Hemingway, endures in my work. Now, you see, in an age of mendacity and criminality, which is our own, just telling the truth and having integrity is revolutionary. It's subversive, it's countercultural. So, Baldwin comes back bringing this rich tradition of eloquence, truth telling, witness bearing, soul stirring. Writing.
1: Basically, the clip is in this world of mendacity, mm-hmm. which is meanness, mm-hmm. he says, you know, it is revolutionary to choose kindness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that James Baldwin was somebody who chose kindness and love yeah. for his people. So that's the quote. So
2: I love that you defined mendacity for me because this is the thing some of your words you do need to define. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> But there's some, I'm like, what is the source of addiction? What did Amanda <laughs> say? say? Well, I just
1: think that it's really true that there is something revolutionary
2: to choosing kindness. Yeah, because I think that people believe that kindness equals weakness and no yes. one wants to be seen as a weakling. So when you choose kindness, now they're wrong. Right? They're wrong. Yeah. But they believe that it means that if you're a pushover or whatever. So for someone to boldly go out and go, no, I'm going to take care of people and I'm going to make sure everybody's all right and I'm going to be outward facing instead of inward facing, Mm -hmm. I think that is revolutionary and I think it'd be better if more people did it.
1: I think it'd be better as well if more people like yourself, you know, took the time to qualify it as not weakness. Right. You know, I think there's something to be said for meanness actually being the de- the true Absolutely. definition of weakness. It's, I've
2: heard this. I heard this recently. I don't know who said it, but it was something. I'm paraphrasing. You can tell the strongest person in the room because they're the quietest. Usually, when people come in with um, a lot you of, you saw that. Where did at? I see it? You saw.
1: Someone said that as a speech at a, a commencement speech at Brown University. Ah uh, ha
2: ha. There it is. I posted it too. That's where I got it from. And I agree with him because I feel like the people that come in with all the bluster the gregarious and look at me guys. and I'm here, you know, there's a difference. Like gregarious is nice. If you're coming to make sure everybody has a good time, that's mm-hmm. great. Okay. But when you're coming in trying to suck the air out of the room because ah. you need everybody to think you're the most important, yes. that's a sign that you feel very small. If you can enter a, a room and just quietly sit down and enjoy the, the, the ambiance without needing to be that person. Mm-hmm. That's a sign of strength. And it's the same thing with kindness. Like the people that are, what does the Bible say? The meek shall inherit the earth. The people that can come in and be like, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And not look at me. What is the look at me? What, what oh, just I mean, the about? look at me is, is you know, about. insecurity.
1: Yeah. But, but then how does that apply to the meanness part of it all? Because I think when we talk about the meanness thing, I think that it's become almost like sexy. It's like it's like fly. I feel like we are we watched. I saw an article the other day that said, has America gotten more rude? If you think so, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. But they cited it as a result of the pandemic. No, I beg to absolutely
2: differ. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I Listen, we can get political because you and I can do that. I, we don't have to. Why but, wouldn't we? I, yeah, I feel like this started not. He didn't start it, but he brought it back when Donald Trump came. When yeah. he got to the point where he decided that there were no norms, he the name calling, all of that. And I think people believe, weak people believe that bluster and insults, the sign mm. of a strong man. But yeah, it is a strong man, the type of autocratic, strong man, authoritarian mm-hmm. figure. The Hitlers, the the Putins, these are not the people that you should emulate or admire. But the people that are weak and feel small saw this also small man. Blustering and calling people names. He's a very small man in a lot of ways. They said in body parts are small. There's a lot of stuff small about that man. His little hands, hands. little tiny hands, a little mouth. Other small people saw him as a small man and thought, well, he's a look at him, this guy. That's what we have to do. We have to be hateful and nasty. Mm -hmm. When I look at what's happened to Congress, When I look at what's happened to Congress, it breaks my heart. These used to be people that we admired and looked up to, and I don't thought know that it. I ever admired and looked never? up to them. Never, no. nah. People no. in Cong- back in the day, no. Oh, I used to always think that Congress people had their excuse me, can't say shit. Had their you shit can say shit whatever the fuck you want to say, but is it that you thought that they did, but now you know better because yes, they've never absolutely. had their shit together. Absolutely, now I know better. The thing is, I used to think as a kid in East Cleveland, I saw politics and. All of that Mm -hmm. as lofty goals and dreams. And you had to be a better person, a smarter person, a kinder person to be elected and to. Because I thought you were doing it because you cared about people. Yeah, I know. Right? And what we've (laughs) learned in the last eight years for sure Mm -hmm. is that that's not the case. They're in it for the money. They're in it for the the power. They're in it for the wonderful health care that they don't want anyone else to have. Right. These are the things that they're in for. And so once I realized that, it broke my heart because I'm like, why are horrible people deciding what happens to the rest of us? And that's why I've been telling people now, beyond just saying you should vote, I'm now telling people you should run. If you are a Same. decent person who cares about other people, please run. I don't care what you run for. Just run for something. I mean, that's the start of my documentary of In Which we I Trust. love. Oh,
1: well, thank you. It's just this concept of like... Do not consider these people to be more elevated than Absolutely. you. Absolutely, you know, more experienced than Absolutely. you. Absolutely, in some cases they may be. Yeah, but for the most part, politics at this point doesn't have any guardrails. None. Other than, do you
2: got money? Yep. That's really the guardrail. Yep. And I mean, they gerrymandered all these different cities and areas, so you they're picking their voters now. Yes. So now we're stuck with because you know we didn't need the voters Voting Rights Act. Why do we keep that? Let's get rid of that. It's
1: a very interesting way, though, to bring kindness into this, though, because I really feel like when people talk about like, oh, I don't want to vote, I don't care about voting, voting doesn't matter. I think that there's a departure from kindness that is required for you to feel that way. Absolutely. Because you have to know that voting, both on a federal and local level, is going to affect the
2: greater... Good. But you have to care about the, other people, yes. right? Because this is a thing I used to always talk about, and I still talk about this. I don't have kids, but anytime something comes up for school boards, I vote for it. Like If it's more money okay. for schools, yes. because it's not about me. It's about everybody. When student loan um, forgiveness came, I paid off my... St- I don't even know how I did it when I think back on how I did it. <laughs> but I paid back my student loans when I was in my 20s. I don't have a problem with other people getting a forgiveness Say forgiven. that, please. My God, this is great. I hope everybody gets them forgiven because it's some bullshit. So... I don't understand the idea of, but I've never believed in, I've got mine, you get yours. I've always believed that I am my brother's keeper. I believe when-, when Where I, did that come from for you? My mom. My mom raised me and my brother to be the helpers. Mr. Rogers always talked about yeah. being one of the helpers. Mm-hmm. I've always been one of the helpers. If something is going down, I'm in the room like, how can I make this better? Mm-hmm. If I enter a room, a situation, go to an event, how can I be of service here? It's never look at my outfit. It's never look at me. It's mm-hmm. like, who in here needs me? When I'm on a set, I'm like, who, who needs me? Hmm. And I'm there as a, if I book a job as an actor, I believe I'm there as a respite. I'm there as a safe place for people to land. And I just sit there and then I look and I go, okay, let me go talk to Sally. Sally's having a day. And I go, what you doing, girl? What's going on with you? Doing? Wow. I was at this event at, um, went to the VP's hip hop event last week. And there was a little baby girl named Patrice. She We got there early. All of us are there milling around. A lot of people came with people. Mm-hmm. And this little baby, she's probably in her early 20s, was sitting by herself. Oh. And I noticed that no one was talking to her. No. And I said, Is it Precious, what's your name? <laughs> Precious. She said, Patricia. I said, well, Patricia, I'm going to call and sit with you. <laughs> this accent. You no, I said, it's Cleveland, girl. It's Cleveland. Cleveland's country. <laughs> I said, baby girl, let me go and sit with you. I said, how you doing? She said, I'm fine. And I could tell like her little spirit got lifted because no one had spoken to her. But I'm going to go in a room and find the person mm-hmm. that no one's speaking to. Because Why was anyone speaking to her? I just think they were with their friends. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, you know, she came by herself, and she was just happy to be there and got her. Shout little out to Patrice coming by yourself. Shout out to trees. you, got to roll by I'll, yourself. I'm Almost always by myself. Famously by roll, myself. I will yes. roll through anywhere. I'll go to eat, yes. go to movies, go to myself. I bought house my tickets myself. to Usher. I Come will be on. there by go myself. Go by yourself. Go and let them sing too, you. <laughs> can. Go on, get up in there and dance. For a little <laughs> I'll be a good. Hey, Ow! And there'll be no one to text about it or to tweet about it. No, there'll be no one
1: to tweet about it.
2: I'll tweet about it i see you But you anybody? won't say,
1: but you're a mom, though. I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a dog mom, though. You're a dog
2: mom. It's the outfit <laughs> for me. Because you're a dog mom. And I will be wearing a very pink outfit. Just get up in there. We need this. Go on and have your mom. I want everybody to have their mama with Usher.
1: I don't believe for a, any second, uh, any stretch of time, that Usher is going to sing to me, but I will be singing well, back I to won't Usher. He sing
2: to you. I'm not famous enough, but I'll sing to Usher. Are we doing this? I'll be your groupie,
1: baby. Are you know when, when people be
2: doing the video. This is a commercial for him to see. Listen, should sing that. Sing to Amanda <laughs> uh, <laughs> when she comes. Come on, tell him. go on, put, get in the DMs. Tell him what seat you in. Tell him put a spotlight on <laughs> Come on, get your moment. Come you know, y'all. Please, get please, please come on, please, Usher, Usher please. give her a moment. <laughs> I've never met Usher. I've met Usher once. I think I embarrassed myself. I saw him at The at the Voice. I don't have a problem embarrassing myself either because ego, I, there, no ego resides in this body. Got you. This body is like, yep. I don't do it. So I'll go up to anybody. If I love your work, I will go up to you and tell you. And if you're kind, we'll have a moment. If you're not, mm-hmm. I'll be like, God bless and I leave. Right. But yeah, I went up to him and I was like, I do, I, I, I love you. I think you're just amazing. <laughs> I didn't love you. Since you a little boy. Since you little, little boy. <laughs> these, these boys, your and he was like, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Thanks, man. ma'am. Okay, he, he turned his chair yeah, back he was, around. He was like, <laughs> he was very nice. I'm kidding.
2: I mean, he was he was really nice, but I was a goober, so whatever. A That's goober. Nice. I was a goober. Who's a goober?
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: So you were raised this way. I mean, there's something very real about simply just that, right? Like that there's a conditioning of kindness. Yeah. And how that has to be conditioned yourself if you didn't come up in it
2: yeah I just feel like listen and I who knows I, I feel like some people just come here caring about others and some people come here caring about themselves isn't that interesting it's is you, it like
1: in the DNA it's
2: kind of in the DNA like there's something is it
1: necessary that it's that way like a yin yang I, like, I had the, someone say to evil. me once
2: and this blew this broke my heart uh, I was working on a set and it was a season of the show and by mm-hmm. the end of the season one of my castmates said you're really nice and I said Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she was like, I don't know how to do that. And I was like... And she was right. She did not know how to do it. I too have had a similar... She did not. And I was like, well, you just look out for people. Just just care about others the way you care about you. But do
1: they care about themselves? See, this is the... Because that's the other part. I think that there's... You know, kind of, like, doing things to advance, like, yourself in terms of accomplishment, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily, like, loving yourself and advancing Mm -hmm. your character. That's a different exercise. I was talking to a friend of mine, shout out to Mac, and he said something the other day. He's like, you know, Amanda, you a good person, so I'm glad you happy because good people deserve to be happy. Mm Hard workers deserve to make money. Yeah, good people deserve, deserve to, be to be happy. happy. Just because you're working hard, don't make you a good person. And just because you're a good person, don't mean you're working hard. <laughs>
2: Dang, I'm like, I need a diagram. Where's the syllabus? <laughs> Listen, carry the two I have a whole five. list of machisms.
1: Mac. Like I have a whole list of machisms. It's Another- online because I need to follow that. that was- <laughs> Another famous mechanism is shame on your parents for how they did you back in the day, but shame on you for staying that way. There it is, though. There it is. Another classic. There's only victims and volunteers. That's the one that'll It's you. Mac
2: online. I gotta follow <laughs> He is Mac. not. Mac
1: but Mac that'll Mac. get you in your neck. Yo. There's only victims and volunteers. Ooh. And at a certain point,
2: you ain't the victim no more, the baby. Victim. I just told a friend that too. I told a friend going through a breakup. So I don't know if they're breaking up or not. I don't know what's going on. But I told him, I said, listen, there's only so many times, if you're going to keep eating poison, there's only so many times I can pump your stomach. It's just, after a while, I have to assume you that you like want it. to take yeah. the poison. And then I'm going to leave you to it. You enjoy that that Because I don't want to get in the way. I don't want to stop you from drinking your poison. So go on. Go keep going back to that foolishness. So, yeah. And at a certain point, you can't blame the other person after a while. It's you. Because you keep going <laughs> back. And it. you'll tell
1: yourself, I'm going back because I'm a kind person. No, I'm giving this person grace. No, no, no. You
2: got to be kind to yourself, too. You got to put your own oxygen mask on first and... You know, if somebody is intent on destroying you, stealing your joy, murdering your spirit, friend, family, lover, get out of there. The thing about it, though, it brings us back
1: to the young lady who said to you, like, how do you do that? I really think there are a lot of people who simply feed off of negative Mm -hmm. and it's related to trauma that they experienced when they were younger. So chemically, it is feeding them. It's an addiction. And so they will create that, you know, like there would be times with my ex where it's like we had so much joy, Mm -hmm. but you still felt compelled to try and create an argument because it was like you couldn't abide in the joy. You couldn't. You yeah. couldn't because you needed that to kind of just like feel comfortable. And that's right. unfortunate, right? It is. It is. And when you see that, you're like, Dan, that sucks for you that you have to have this like turn of events right. in order for you to feel comfortable. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they just simply feel more comfortable
2: in discomfort, which yeah. is then transferred on to you. Yeah, I think also if you as a child did not get what you needed. And you wanted things and you needed things and you didn't get them. I think at a certain point, you stop dreaming that it's possible for you. Mm-hmm. So when you get into a relationship with someone that is giving you the love that you never got, in your mind, this is not going to last. So let me torpedo it before it dies. But i Don't do that. And it's sad. And, and this is why I tell everybody. Well, you know, that's what narcissism is. Absolutely. My whole thing is find, find a therapist. And get on some meds. Talk to somebody. So you
1: know what that second part is a is a part that's really tough for some people. You know, you know the, meds? yeah, because in their minds you know it's like it's because it feels like asking for help or it feels like needing something. And I think we're still we we're getting much better at getting over the stigma of therapy. But you know, some people need meds. If you didn't get what you needed, you may need something to help your Listen, brain get into the space. I
2: tell everybody I have diabetes, and so I'm on metformin for my diabetes. I thank God it's not insulin, but if it was insulin, I'd be taking that too. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. This is a computer. This is a machine that was made at various factories. Some of the factories were eating their bananas and whatever. Some of the factories were smoking palm oil. So sometimes (laughs) your factory did not push out you the way exact way that you could have been optimal. Yeah. So that means sometimes there might be some synapses that aren't firing in your brain. In the same way, my pancreas is like, can't do the insulin. Right. Can't do it. So- I don't feel a stigma about taking my metformin to make sure that I have the proper glucose balance in my body. So why should someone feel crazy or weird about taking a pill that helps the balance in their head? I mean, they shouldn't. They but... shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's, it's, it's there to help you.
1: Get the help. You know, I know. It's, it's, listen, there's side effects and, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you find, the, you find the right dosage that works for you. You have to be committed to you. Right. You have to be committed to, like, I want to experience joy. Yes. So I need to take pathways to that. And right. it's a maze. Right. So sometimes I'm going to hit a wall and I got to come back and try a different route, right. et cetera. You know, and I think that's the thing that when we talk about kindness to yourself, mm. you have to have the willingness to give yourself the grace that I might hit a wall and right. have to come back. And
2: it's okay. And it's okay. It's, it's, it's not a fail. okay. It's not a fail. I think. Life is hard. And I think the reason that this is something that hit me recently, maybe in the last five or six years, we spend our whole lives thinking that life is about joy and flowers and whatever. Life is about loss and toughness, right? There's going to be more mountains to climb. Uh, more valley moments Climb than, than top of the mountain moments. Mountain. Right. And I think if you walk through life, mm-hmm. believing that and understanding that, then when you get your teeth kicked in, it's not the most devastating thing ever because you're not that you're expecting it to be hard, but you're aware that it's going to be hard. When we're told that it's going to be great. You're going to get out there. Yeah. And life's gonna. and No, sometimes you're going to break up with people. You're going to lose jobs. You're going to lose friendships. This is what life is. So find your people that you can link arms with that will remind you of how lovely it can be when it's mm-hmm. hard and try to be a soft place for people to land, knowing that everybody is struggling on any given day.
1: That's just a part of it. soft place. For how have you remained that within an industry that tries so hard to harden us?
2: Because I know who I am and my self-worth never came from this industry. I came in this, in this industry going, I want to do one commercial and one sitcom. I was like, if I do that in Cleveland, <laughs> people in Cleveland be like, she on a commercial. Like, that's all you need, right? right. So my ego and my self-worth and, and my, my purpose is not tied into what this industry gives me or takes away from me. So I don't have to elbow people and shank people and lie on people and stab people in the back. I always said when I entered, the moment I have to go forward without Jesus, I ain't going forward. Mm. If I got to change who I am or do someone dirty yeah. to get ahead, may I not get the show or the movie or the commercial or whatever. I don't want this more than I want to be a decent person. Mm-hmm. That is most important to me. When I die, whenever that is, I want people to speak kindly of me. I want people mm-hmm. to be like, that Yvette was all right with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want my name to be sweet on people's tongue. I don't want people to be like, that Yvette. No, no. So every single day, I endeavor to be the kind of person that if I were to die that day, it'd be people crying instead of rejoicing. Now, what do
1: you say in response to—because— as sweet as you are, again, you will kick people in the neck when they come sideways, like on they the internet. Absolutely. On the
2: internet. Absolutely. So for people who might be like, well, that's not kind, frame that for people. Well, I recently, and I'm gonna say a name and drop a name. I went back and forth with Eddie Glott online. Really? Oh, it was like three or four days. With it was, the a, ed- it was an opus, and I will go in again. With my Eddie? yes, my issue with Eddie is this. When he had the opportunity to encourage people to vote for Hillary Clinton. Okay. He said that he was going to leave his, his the, the presidential spot empty because he said he was in a safe space, a safe city, and didn't matter. When that black man knows, that? when that black man knows, and Claude. Eddie, you know, you know, that black man knows that it's important for every black person to show up and vote Democratic, especially that year because of what we were facing. Especially that year. Right? Yeah. So now he's on television talking about how far we've fallen. He can't believe that we're in such a bad place as a nation. And that Donald Trump... Yo, you want to talk about Donald Trump? Do you
1: talk, to hear Utah, the real quick? Remember that clip we played at the beginning? Yeah. When Eddie was on the podcast, it was to talk about his book about James Baldwin. <laughs> Look at my face, everybody. <laughs> you got to go to the YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, to see her face. Let me
2: tell you something. Dang. Let me tell you something about it. thing that annoys me about it. How dare you... Take a stance that will hurt black people ultimately and women, ultimately, and then get up and try to say, Oh, we've let each other down. No, no, sir. Did he did you he let take us any accountability? Absolutely not. First he called me Don't ridiculous. God. Then he called then he then he said, if I would read a book. Why why, he do that? why do you do that? Why do you do that? <laughs> he said, if I would read a book, I think, but but what he meant was if I would read his book. Because what I said to him was, sir. Oof. Every time you go on television to speak, the first thing you should say is don't be like me. I made a terrible mistake in 2016. Learn from my mistake. Every hen in the hen house, show up and vote Democratic because we're about to lose our democracy. Like and, do and, and, what Bernie's and,
1: doing kind of thing. Well, that's kind of kind, sort of. of.
2: kind of. But this is my thing. If you do that, you lose nothing, sir. You still get to be the smartest person in the room because you've shown that you've learned. But as long as you keep making excuses for that idiotic. Stance you took—that mm. was that you, wasn't. Dude, that wasn't you get sharp. you get the gas face from me. I don't. I don't care. Can we get an example of the gas face? Mm-hmm. There it is. I don't care what he thinks of me. I don't care what he thinks of me speaking up about him. And I'm going to tap back in. Wait, wait. I'm going to tap back in. That's like, when I die, I don't care if you're not crying. I don't care. care. Let me tell you something. Anybody, (laughs) listen, the racists should be celebrating when I die. The idiotic black people to take bad stances, to tell black people not to vote, y'all should be rejoicing because I'm going to keep a boot on your neck until Jesus calls me home. This is very important. Voting is important. Black people voting is important. And we need to all vote Democratic right now. You don't got to like the person. We've seen what these doggone Republicans have been doing. This is the indignation you feel. This is kindness and love because I care about our country. I care about our democracy and I care about black people. So anybody that comes against those things, you getting it. Well, you know, then you have people who feel
1: like, well, the Democrats need to earn our vote and idiots. Okay, here's the thing. You have to stop looking at the process that we're in right now as a personal process. Uh, come on. Um, come on. We are not voting for a person. We're voting for a path forward. That's right. And at this juncture, at this juncture, in the
2: comprehensive you two view
1: of where we are, this is unfortunately where we are. And there's how things should be yep. and how things are. are. But we can't get to how they should be without doing the right
2: move strategically in the R scenario. And, and, if you don't like it, the time to fight for your candidate and a change is the day after the election. I, you got four years to celebrate and support whoever you want. But they always come about 18 months before an election. The 18th hour, yeah. No, this is where true. the Cornel West and the third party, Robert Johnny, all these, Robert Johnny Jr. Robert uh, Kennedy, <laughs> RFK, Tony you know what Sharks. I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking on Iron Man. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. They come at the time when it's not, not playtime. We, not. Let's not talk about what the Democrats could do now. Have we been hearing
1: about Cornell running for office since Biden was elected? Nope. Hmm.
2: He didn't start this mess, this hot mess.
1: Because we had Marion Williamson on here. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very unimpressed. I was very unimpressed. I don't, listen. Here's I, the thing. People have ideas, right? Ideas, ideologies, but they don't have plans and they don't have Insightful ways to make the system that's already in place either work for them, or ways that they can actively dismantle the system. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying that they should come out here and be like, "Well, here's how I'm going to do it," because of course, if you do that, you know, you're telling, you're showing all your cards. But I also feel like it's a lot of lack of vision, yeah, and more so delusion, and also of grandeur, and also grandeur.
2: Who, who, you co-started president. Can you start as an alderman? A city? Can you go to Congress? You gonna come up with and say you want to be
1: president? I, I know. Cornell! Nobody came to see you, Otis. Nobody came to see you,
2: Otis! go on it. Who make me so mad? I don't know what to do. But this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing, though. This comes from my love <laughs> like, but this
1: Let is the kindness. Is no, me. you're talking, you know, you're talking to somebody I know, who gets it. Man. Because for years, people have been like, Amanda Seals is mean based on you're, based- you're passionate. There's a difference
2: between mean and passionate. You care. I really do. You care. I and this care is the thing when lot. we get like this, they think we're the angry black woman. No, I'm passionate about this shit. I literally have shirts that say I'm not hostile. I'm just passionate. Passionate. And you know, I ain't never had a problem with you. Ditto. Never. I've enjoyed your shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanies.
1: All of them. Well, you know, it's very, you know, Real Recognized Real. Absolutely.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio.
1: The other part of it is that I feel like what we are often doing is trying to convince people to love themselves and make choices and make choices that are rational and logical. And then we get yelled at or we get, you know, people dismissed because they're like, well, you don't tell me what to do. And it's like, I feel so lucky that I have been guided um, and informed by people who knew what the fuck they were talking right. about. And right? I don't
2: mind someone telling me what I do don't, if they know I what they're talking but about.
1: But we have blue checks and so we can't know what we're talking about because that's the other thing they love to say. Like, stop listening to celebrities. They don't know what they're talking about. And it's like, okay, well, Ice Cube doesn't know what he's talking about. But... I think know. there's a certain point and, and forgive me. I don't... I,
2: it's almost like a certain point I know wait, wait,
1: I know that they're like, I thought this was side effects of kindness.
2: It is, it is. <laughs> Guys, listen, it is. We're going we go, we to dig. We're going to be together and get political because that's what we do. But I believe there's a certain point, I don't know what that number is, where, where rich people, rich black people stop being black and they just split to being rich people. And I feel like that's what we're finding whenever it's time for an election and people start trotting out. You should go with the Republicans or Donald Trump. It's always people that are no longer in touch with what the struggle is because they know that their money, to a certain extent, is going to shield them from the stuff that other black people are going to endure under this person. If you're rich and black, do your kids need affirmative action to get into Harvard or anywhere else? at a certain point no they don't because you will you're that person and you're going to be like this is my baby and they're going to get in the other brilliant minds like a Joanne Reed before she was Joanne Reed who had those grades and deserved to be at Harvard
0: mm-hmm.
2: those babies are now no longer going to get that opportunity because people have chosen the republican way and we got the supreme court now that just doesn't care about people so i'm i am frustrated at a level I can't even put into words. Like I had to, in the last couple of weeks, I was like, let me just stay off of the news. Let me just take a break from watching it because I get so angry, righteously angry that people don't care more about other people. At a certain point, it has to stop being about just you and your stuff and your house and your kids. You have to care about the greater good because if you don't care about climate change, where your babies going to live? Because it's going to keep getting hotter. You okay with your grandbabies on fire? Mm-hmm. Apparently they are. Yeah. I don't understand this. It's Why is money more important than people? Profits over people. Power over people. That's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to care about each other and help each other, even sacrificially. Like going back to the school board votes. Yes, take more of my taxes if it's going to help these babies learn what they need to learn. Yeah. What's wrong with that? How much money do you need?
1: I feel like there's just a real disconnect from what you said in terms of like, we should be caring about people, right? the The human inhumanity right is lost absolutely. And there's a practice that has to be put in place. and i I really genuinely be telling people like, challenge yourself to try and make someone's day every day. It's so easy. It's so easy. Especially if you, like, leave the house. It's so easy. It's out there, you know? The easiest
2: way, Amanda, is just compliment somebody's outfit. That's it. That's it. Okay, polka dots. Okay, polka dots. I gave you the tool. They come (laughs) out. Everybody that's out, especially if it's someone that's in something interesting or stylish, they thought about it. Mm -hmm. They be like, I'm going to put this pin right here. I'm about Mm -hmm. to give them this bow tie. Wait till they see these suspenders. Whatever they working with, this hat fascinator tilt to the side. Whatever it is, that person <laughs> like looked him. in the mirror and said, I'm going to take this out in the world. And they might have felt a little nervous about it because mm-hmm. it is a bow tie with suspenders and a fascinator and a it pin. Is. And when you see them, I see you wearing I them suspenders. You. I see them suspenders. Okay, tilt hat. Okay, fascinator. <laughs> you will make their whole countenance changes.
1: Even, it's the simplest thing. Let me tell y'all something even as basic as like when you go to somewhere like Trader Joe's and they're like, um, you know, how you doing? How you, yeah. how's your day? Throw it back to the person. How's your day? How's your how day? Are you doing? Most people who are doing customer service, like, that's not even man. typical. Like, people aren't asking about and their day. And call
2: them by the name. They got this on Raul the yes. other day. I said, Raul, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's bagging the mess out of my groceries. I be like, you bagging the mess out of them groceries. <laughs> you packing that like Tetris. You better go <laughs> and make that milk and them eggs See, I give everybody compliments because it's the easiest thing. And if they're doing a great job or they look nice, tell them. But here's the thing. If you're listening, and you're like,
1: I don't know. I'm an introvert. So I'm an introvert. I don't know how I can do that. You know I I'm an introvert, right? Yes. I will tell you this. It does still serve you. <laughs> like I feel like even the, the selfish people are like, I could never. And it's like, well, it does still serve you because it gives you endorphins. There's connectivity there. There's just a joy space that happens. Absolutely. And I... I, as somebody who is—I'm going through a transformation where I feel like I'm getting to be just more comfortable in my soft self. Mm -hmm. And so it feels a lot easier to do that.
2: Why do you feel like you couldn't show your soft self before or live in that space? Well, for a long time, I wasn't—
1: around people that were soft mm-hmm. so they also were like throwing things at me that I felt like I needed to like combat yeah and I didn't know how to combat them in a soft way without being walked
2: over do you feel soft with me
1: of course yeah but we're not you know you you, you didn't even come with that mm-hmm. I, I mean like when I started I started in this business when I was eight yeah So you know, I've been dealing with like funny style people even Mm -hmm. before I really knew what that meant. What that meant, yeah. Then I was in New York, and I'm I'm having to fend for myself and your life and my life. And I don't think I had a lot of people around me who could be kind to me about how. I may be misrepresenting myself, right? Mm. Or how I may be, you know, saying things in a way that I don't even realize. And I come from a household, like, my mom has a very sharp tongue. Grenadians as a whole are very, like, witty mm-hmm. um, and can be very snide and snarky. And so I feel like I also just, I didn't come from, like, a, a soft home. Right. I just didn't, you know, then I was a gymnast. So I was getting yelled at all the time there. And then I was in gymna- I mean, I was in theater and my
2: theater. This is what's funny, though. I always saw soft in you, even in the midst of whatever something was. I always saw because the, the, what I always thought about you was the reason you were fighting the power so much is because there was something in you that said it shouldn't be this way.
3: It right. should be better.
2: Right. And you can only believe that it can be better if there's a softness in you because otherwise you're bitter and hateful and think this is just what it is. But you never move through like oh. this is just what it is. You move through life like it shouldn't be this way. That comes from softness. So that's what I always saw in you from the first day we huh. met. I was just like, I don't know. I just felt like I got it. I get it. And my my prayer that's, for you had always been, my prayer for you had always been that you would feel safe enough to let that out. Because this is a treacherous business. This is a treacherous city. And you have to believe that it's okay to let that out. Because again, as we started, they see kindness or softness as weakness instead of seeing it the way it really is, which is actually strength. To go out into this world or this industry, soft or kind is strength. Yeah. And I wanted that for you because I always could see what God had for you and where he was taking you. And I wanted you to be able to lean into that and be able to just Thank let you. them... It's almost like in the whiz at the very end when they, when can Eveline you? is... and they, Yeah, can, and they unzip themselves and oh, they had yeah. these scratchy Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then they unzipped and they were Alvin they dance. Yeah. The so I felt like that was you. You were in, you were... You ended up doing yeah, the work, yeah, right? Yeah, Eveline yeah, is yeah, over yeah. And then Ooh. finally you got to unzip and come out. You better know me and say it to my I'm face on my podcast. I'm just saying. I knew it was in there.
1: That really is an eye-opening assessment of just like, you knew that I wanted something better like for us. And so that came from a soft place. That's fascinating because I can absolutely say that not just the men I've dated, but that there are people around me where they didn't think that there could be something better. And those people inevitably have always ended up being very hardened yeah. dark people that I had to create boundaries you, and distance mm, from you, you because they would look at me like why are you yeah. like
2: always trying to cha- make change like this yeah. is just what it is no no it can always be better that's what faith is believing that it can always be better and i, I i've had some friends in the past that were very mean or or heavy and sometimes mm-hmm. i would feel like this person heavy. heavy, like this person's my assignment. Like I'm supposed to come in because I'm light, oh. so I'm supposed to come in and help them navigate this season of time where they feel like there's not enough, or they feel like um, life is hard, or they uh-huh. feel like everybody's out to get them. But then I realize that not everybody is trying to be better, and not mm. everybody has the capacity to unzip. You really themselves. think they don't have the capacity? I do think that there's some that just they've decided. This is, this is the story. They've decided that they are going to be wretched. They've decided Mm. that it serves them or they've decided that it's safer. Or they've abandoned. Or they've abandoned. Like they they got tired of dreaming and believing that it was going to get better. They believe that time is running out or there's not enough to go around. Like that's the biggest lie that this industry tells Black women Mm. is that there's not enough to go around. And so that makes you move through life like, you know, because you're you're clawing your way. And my thing is, And I have two thoughts about it. One, there is enough to go around. But second, what it's offering is not even worth my soul. Like, whatever this industry will give me if I step on everybody's back, it's not worth stepping on everybody's back. I don't want to destroy others to rise. I don't. There's not enough money. There's not enough opportunity in the world where I want to hurt someone to get there, the values don't even add up to me. They do. You got to <laughs> just uh, what is what does it profit a man to gain the world but lose his soul? I believe that I could win an Oscar, but if I got to stab you in the back, yeah, to kick somebody in the chest to get it, what is this trophy? Why, it, you know what I'm saying? If I can't get he it by who, being since we're good, quoting, come on,
1: he who robs me of my good name, robs me of that which not enriches him but makes me poor indeed. Absolutely.
2: Othello. Absolutely. And this is the thing too, talking about your good name. That's the, if you ever see me fight for myself, (laughs) I was like... (laughs) No, online. Oh, <laughs> that too He's Cleveland If you that ever too. see me fighting you in, see these <laughs> if you hands Jump in If you see <laughs> these hands No But like if you ever see me online Like riling up And it's in regards to me It's because somebody came for my name I don't play about my reputation Or my good name I'm a decent person I'm a good person I love people So the anybody shit. Oh man Anybody comes yeah. Crazy to me about Who I am As a human being How I move we gonna box. We call me fat. Call me ugly. Call me old. Call me untalented. Call me zealous. Okay, don't that call stuff. Her any of that. I don't care. That don't, stuff I don't care. I care. But Don't do it. Do not say that I'm not a good person. Because we we gonna box verbally. My lover not a fighter anymore. <laughs> but we're gonna it, box. Not the anymore. Asterisk. He's Cleveland. But I'm not, I'm I just don't believe in your your good name is all you have. That's all we really have. It's true. And especially in this business, because the first thing people do when they're thinking about, should I hire you? What do you like to work with? What well, yeah. I, I
1: mean, because my name has been besmirched mm-hmm. for quite some time based on literally like nothing. Like there's yeah. actually no examples of like, oh, Amanda's been difficult. I'm like, because when, whenever I ask, give, I'm, me like, the receipt. give me the receipt. Tell me what I do. when. What did I say? No one can ever tell me the example. Well, I just heard that. What did they tell you? Did I? That's dig? what I'm saying. You
2: got listen. When I hear somebody say, "I just heard it." What's their name and number? Because we about to we got Let's to talk call about them. It. Let's call. Let's them. get on the phone. Let's call them because we're not doing this. We're not
1: doing this because, like at present, I am being somewhat blacklisted. Um, How do from, you even from, know? How do you know from a com- from comedy clubs? Because oh, no. I had like a comedy club tried to take some shows from me and Mm -hmm. give them to another comic. Mm -hmm. And I had already sold tickets. And I also just didn't think that was fair. So wait, so your tickets you sold, they were going to give to the other person? No, this, my dates. They said, we're going to actually give someone else your dates even though I had already sold tickets on those dates. And I just, I'm like, well, why is that a thing? Yeah. Like, I already, these are my dates. Right. Um, and they're like, well, we just like this, you know, we just want to do this. And so I told my 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 con- my constituency, I told my my fandom, and the support was was loud. And the sisters was like, nah, come on now. No, <laughs> and they made the calls. And so then- Did you get your dates back? I got my dates back. Okay. But I got my dates back at the forfeit- of getting new dates. No
2: because name. now it's it no Amanda name. Seals is difficult. Because I didn't wait, let wait, Let's just describe what difficult is then. So difficult is when you don't let people walk over you? Correct.
1: So there's a forms. I mean, that's one version of difficult. That's the one that I feel I get plagued yeah. with. The other form of difficult is when you just make everything a thing. Yeah. Right? Like, I need... I, I don't need want, green m ms Yes. I need green m ms right. I don't want Pamplamouse LaCroix. I want lime. <laughs> um, you know, uh, no, I don't want to wear that because, right, you right. know, well, I know we decided that I could wear that, but, you Ooh. know, no, like we... I've seen difficult yeah, and I'm, I'm like, but difficult. I'm not... That right. The other thing is like don't let you have a bad day, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you have one bad day, now it's mm-hmm. you know etc. Or don't let somebody have done something wrong and you said, hey, that was that not that was not cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something. This is this is what when I, I've had two experiences with difficult people on set. Only two. There's only two people that I will never work with again. Oh, okay. Like in one of Chevy Chase. Who? <laughs>
1: So that's one. Uh, I don't know
2: who. Um, so I decided that I, before I get any job, I will Google the person's name and asshole or diva. <laughs> right. To see. Okay. Because if it populates, then, you know. Okay. Right. And what I've found is that the ones that are truly vile, everyone knows they're truly vile. The ones that ran afoul of one or two people, you can tell that it's a personality issue. Cause everybody don't like everybody. Everybody no. don't, everybody, some people, oil and water, that's that is fine, you know? But it it does not stick and color your entire persona because that's not who you are. So somebody could have a beef with you. Like we all have beef. Like me and Eddie glow, we ain't gonna never. We ain't gonna. Okay. Never. All right. Right? So Eddie has probably nothing kind to say about me. And that and that's okay. I just
1: find this so shocking.
2: Is it shocking? Go, yes! Go on Twitter and see. We we lit him up for a couple of days. We, Why we he, was he was, acting like he that? was on a fire. He, and this is the thing, he did it to himself because when he came back with the you should read a book, everybody was like, You tell a black woman with Why college did he degree say she that? should Because he felt ashamed. Dr. And, Dr. You, Glad, should ashamed. Dr. and Dr. you should be ashamed. Don't I expect
1: more of you from that. That that seems very unbecoming of your character and from what I've experienced of your intellect and of your um your merit. So I I would I will I I want to send a message out to Dr. Eddie Glad who has been on this show who has also been on Smart Funny and Black when we were at Princeton with Imani Perry I would just like to send a message out that I hope you will consider you know addressing this in a more elevated and high vibrational way because I that's what I have come to to know you as and this representation seems very just untoward
2: I believe that Eddie Glad did not appreciate me telling what he did. Okay. And I think that he and did so not it spoke And
1: it spoke it to It spoke to him. He did this- Yeah, because he it wanted- It brought the dark
2: part out yes, that's like- Yes, because he wanted to appear to be smarter than all of us. When he made the decision, he was taking his stand and he was not thinking of the greater good when he took that stand. That is the only thing I said. And when I gave him advice, and I'm allowed to give you advice, Eddie, I'm old too. I can give you advice. The advice I gave him was to use the mistake he made to be a, to teach. for a teaching moment. Yeah. If the great Eddie Glaude says, don't be like me, that's I That's a beautiful opportunity, a to, beautiful teach. opportunity to teach. That's a beautiful opportunity to teach. Because is. everybody's like, Eddie Glaude is so smart. What Eddie? Don't make no mistakes. What did Eddie do? And then to find out that I did not value my vote, and in not valuing my vote, I encourage other people to not value their vote. And in doing that, a monster got in because enough people did not care about not voting for but that dude. We
1: have to be able- To I, as especially as scholars, we have to be able to look at the past and not just the past, but
2: our past. Our past. And this is the thing, too. This is what what, where I would what I will extend to him. If he felt that strong about it and wanted to take a stand, take the stand, Eddie. Why are you telling people you're taking the stand? Just take the stand. Nobody knows what's going on when you get in that voting booth. Just leave it, leave it blank for you. And you feel like you're in a safe city and ain't nobody, it's not gonna hurt Hillary Clinton or the the country if you personally don't vote for it. Fine. He did a television tour. He was talking about it on television, telling people, I'm going to leave it because I'm it. Then that made other people go, well, I don't have to vote for it either then because the great Eddie Glaude ain't voting for it. It was, it was really very dangerous. And my thing is, be that dude, but do not come four or five, eight years later talking about, oh, the world is crazy. Yeah, it is, Eddie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So don't talk about how far we've fallen. Talk about how you fell, and how you know better now. Well, it was unkind to say, read a book. That was very unkind. Oh, yeah. You also said I was ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. And I do read. But then I, you know, because I'm also petty. I'm very petty. <laughs> I'm very petty. Wait, are you saying yourself that you are very petty? I'm very petty. <laughs> so I did. Okay, but can so there then, be kindness and pettiness? Absolutely. absolutely. Tell listen, me let, how. Let me tell you how. Because, again, it's all about the greater good. Okay. Right? And so since Eddie. Another mechanism is there it, ain't no wrong reason to do right. Listen. So since <laughs> since Eddie refused to accept that he had done wrong and understand what I was trying to say. And then he insulted me three times. I think he said I was, he said I was uh, silly. He said I was ridiculous. And he said, I need to read a book. So there were three things that he said. So I found a way to get that in as many times as I could. And every time I jabbed him, I said, so you thought I couldn't read. And <laughs> just that's read the you. That's the penny. That's, that's I petty. just read you, Eddie. That's the penny. So I'm going to stay there. We we can do this because the thing is, my ego's not attached to it. And I believe in good trouble. John Lewis said get in good trouble. This is some good trouble. If it's going to lead to people understanding that your vote counts, this is some good trouble.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What does kill them with kindness mean to you?
2: In
1: my mind... And is it something that you practice? In
2: my mind, it's do not let jerks get you off your square. So the two people that I, I will never work with again, neither one of them can say that I cussed him out. Neither mm. one of them can say that I was unkind to them. Now, right. the second one, I had a moment where I had to step to baby girl because she was making the set experience mm. for other people uncomfortable. Difficult. And you're trying to get people fired and you're doing stuff like that. We oh, don't, that's who I thought. Yeah, we don't do that. We're not going to use this experience, this blessing for all of us and turn it into a nightmare because you have ego issues. Aww. So I had to step in and say, listen, listen here, precious. Now mama loved a baby, sort of. She sort of. We don't do that here. I don't know where you did that or where that worked, but this doesn't work here. So we're going to come Did here. she receive it? I don't know what the girl received, but she stopped the shenanigans on set. That's what I mean. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the understanding was it doesn't, fly here. I don't know where you've been flying right. on your little broomstick, but it don't fly But you here. that
1: doesn't sound to me like you came to her in an unkind way, like you no, just no, no, came no. to her
2: directly. And I really feel mm-hmm. like
1: often being direct gets mislabeled as unkind. Yeah, but it's
2: it, the thing is though, I didn't go, listen here, bitch. You, it, I didn't come no, that's, like that. That's I, said, I said more than direct. I said <laughs> precious. Dazzling diamond. Mm-hmm. Dazzling <laughs> what diamond. What pain you must be <laughs> Yeah, Tabitha Brown what pain because the thing is when people are acting up at that level they're really wounded yes right And, and if I have a heart for you I'm gonna spend some time helping you get what you need so that you don't feel so afraid that you have to be so hateful all the time but if I realize which I realized with this one that you like being hateful. Like, you get a perverse joy. That's that chemical I, release. I'm man, telling you. We don't do They that. were bullied. No. And now they're bullying. No, we don't do that. Because that's how they were, like... Well, listen. There, there needs to be, like, EMDR, like, real strict therapy. Go to therapy and get some meds. Do not bring that here. We're not... This whole experience for everybody else is not going to be damaged because you're damaged. So do whatever you have to do to be okay. You want to cry? Come on, cry. Get out. Yeah, But don't bring that mess here. We got 16 hours to be together. Don't do that mess here. Don't do that mess here.
1: What's a time in this business where, or just any time, where you feel like
2: someone was surprisingly kind to you? Mm, So many examples. Um, With the exception of those two people, every single set I've walked on, it's been a joy. You know what I mean? Even here today, it's been a lovely experience for me. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Everybody all together. Jordy met me at the door. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, but, but this is the thing. That's what I expect. There's this proverb or, or story. There was a, a man, two men, um, sitting at a, at a crossroads, right? Two streets, two ways. And somebody walked up and said, What's it like up the street? You know, uh, place I came from, people were horrible, hateful, nasty, mean people, just whatever. And the guy said, Hey, hate to tell you, that's exactly what you're going to find up the road. Next person came up, what's it like up the road? Where I come from, everybody's loving and kind and they treat everybody good. Well, that's exactly what you're going to find up the road. Good mm. for you. And the other guys, like, well, they going to the same place. You find what you see and Ooh. seek and believe. Ooh. So when I go somewhere, I don't ex- I don't think about how is this going to be horrible or how is this going to be drudgery. Mm. Every time I leave my house, I'm like, what amazing thing is going to happen today? Ooh. What are me and Amanda going to talk about? Ooh, right. right can right, right. to be in that pink room? Like my mind <laughs> is that. I'm believing that something wonderful is going to happen every day. And that's exactly what I see and I find. So when I see someone that's in the space where they can't see beyond it, it's like, well, Precious, we're we going to talk about it. What's going on with you? We'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, and then you can tell in that moment, because if you genuinely open yourself up and they know that it's safe, if it is something inside, they'll let it out. And then they can build another pathway for themselves. Or if
1: it's the woman that was um, helping me at Nando's in D.C. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, what did she do? What did you and do? I said, how's your day going? Because the furled brow had been maintained Absolutely. for a strong 15 minutes. Absolutely. And she was very bothered by me changing tables. And I fi- I said, how? Hey, precious, my what is happening? Your day. And she said. And she said, my day fine. I just look like this every day. <laughs> and I was like, all right. In which case, I so will is have it your the face? chicken that's with just, the Perry peri sauce. Just, that's, Smile. Just your, that's just your face. That's just her face. Yeah. Oh, precious. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, but I know that that's not just her well, face. It wasn't just her face because i'm just like ooh i could i could see your laugh that i could way, see your smile right. but you just annoyed right now she said i'm moving around i move around fast i got a lot going on i'm moving around and i was like okay okay let me I'm get that get that let me lemonade. get that chicken, let me get, chicken. That
2: chicken. <laughs> let me get the chicken
1: but you know that has been something i've over time been able to be better at is mm-hmm. being uh letting the kindness show in other ways like i i feel i like have always been a kind person but there was a block mm-hmm. from that being able to be what I was leading with. right, And so it was something that I knew about myself. But you didn't think it was safe. I didn't think it was safe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I also had the tools to even express it like in like a genuine way in that way like mm-hmm. I've always been a kind person in, in the sense that like I'm always going I'ma help you carry up that stroller up them stairs absolutely i am always you know i am I'm holding the door I'm holding the door don't let this pregnant lady be standing while yep. we are on this train that's right because I will absolutely be like if y'all don't get up I- so shake a sit down, you know, like, and I feel like that. So, like, my kindness <laughs> kind of always came out in terms of like being like the warrior it's very, for people. Very violent. <laughs> yeah, it's New York. It it is, yes, is. it's just, like yeah. A, yeah, you know, but uh, it took building boundaries. Yes, in order for me to be able to start living in the kindness in a safe way. And so to your point, I didn't feel safe, but I also didn't know how to create boundaries without feeling unkind. Right. Because that's the other part about the building of the boundaries is that then you feel like I built a boundary and it was unkind for me to have a boundary with this person. Mm -hmm. And then you got to get over that.
2: Yeah, because listen, it, it always goes back to put your oxygen mask on first, right? And so if, Someone is running rough shot over you, or running rough shot over your time, or not respecting who you are. You have every right to go, "Hey, precious dazzling diamond,
3: we got it, got it."
2: Yeah, we got to not. That kind of makes me feel crazy when you do that. And I want our friendship to be able to continue. So I need you to pump your brakes in that yeah. area. And the person either will will rise to the occasion and yes. go, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it." Or if their ego's tied up in it, then they're gonna they're gonna buck. Yep. And that's okay, because now you've shown me you're not safe. Correct. This is not going to be a good, lasting friendship. Correct. And that's fine. I'm going to release you. I'm going to release you like a dove into And feel good. Feel totally fine about it.
1: That's the thing I think stops a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You know, because also boundaries can also kind of buck back at you. Right. Because some people, when you build that boundary, mm-hmm. then they're like, how dare you? I can't believe you would do that. That's so terrible of you. I mean, I've, I've been going through that with my mom for months Yeah. where she's just like acting an ass, Yeah. you know, because a boundary was built. And it's like, well, the boundary don't got to be here, but you are literally informing the boundary yes. with this behavior. So when you want to shift this, the boundary will shift. Mm-hmm. And that is how it can work. I mean, I feel like... Um, there's just a choice that you've made to carry forth kindness and to demand it of others. Yeah, shamelessly.
2: Yeah, you know, I I like people, and I I think people are delicious. I think they're just wonderful. I do. I just think they're wonderful, and I think that we're all our eight year old selves or our six year old selves in these adult bodies. And some of us need a nap. <laughs> some of us didn't get the carrots or the PB and J. Right, wanted. right, right. Like these are just little baby tantrums that everybody's having and when you see the child right because mm-hmm. you wouldn't talk to a, a little child you would you tell you you need a nap what you need you know what I mean and even if you comment them like that something inside of them just kind of goes oh wow I was a little crazy Yeah. Right then you need yeah you look tired. tired it's okay you know it's so, all, right it's, all right it's okay babe so I feel like it's it's for me I've always been outward facing. I've always wanted everybody to be okay. And I've always wanted to be used however God wanted to use me wherever he puts me. And so that's how I move. But the thing is, people forget Jesus flipped tables, right? People really they forget do. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. People really
1: act like Jesus was just out here hanging out. Mm. They also act like Martin Luther King was literally just,
2: you they, know. They really do. Just just kind. This is the thing. Sweet. It's like there are moments when even the kind people have to speak up and fight the good fight. And so there's nothing wrong with being a kind person that also will, you know, get it kick somebody in the shins when they need it. Because otherwise, you're ineffective. Just being kind and not speaking up when something's wrong, what are you good for? You have to use your platform for good. Mm -hmm. And that means sometimes you got to call people on the carpet. Now, going back to Eddie Glout one more time, if he were to want to talk to me about it, I would be totally open to talking about it. Like, it's not because I don't think he understood where I was coming from. And then once he insulted me, I didn't care where he was coming from. Do you so, feel like, do you
1: have a connection to him outside of social media? Mm-mm. So do you feel like there may have been this feeling
2: like, oh, she's calling me out instead of calling me in? I don't, th- I think that, I think that he believed that I had no right to have anything to say to him at all. I think that he didn't, I think he was like, who is this chick? Just basically lighting me up. But this is the thing that I want to make very clear. I was not alone. When I tell you it was three days, at a certain point, I'm like, he's dead, guys. (laughs) Like, the body is, like, I felt, I started to feel bad for him at a certain point because people were piling on so much, but they were piling on righteously. It was the same. Nobody was talking about him personally. Nobody was like, why you got them blue glasses on? Like, nobody was coming for him personally. (laughs) It was literally what he said and what he did and how he's trying to now act as if. Well, tell me this, because we're here. Yeah. What is the shift that
1: he said? What do you mean? Like so you said now he's now he's acting as if. So
2: what is he doing now? Well, he's act, he's acting as if he has no idea how we got here. When the bottom line is we got here because a, not enough people voted for Hillary Clinton in certain states. That's how we got here. We got here because we were faced with the most qualified person ever run for for, um, president and the least qualified person ever run for president. And people thought because they didn't like the lady, they couldn't vote for the lady. 53% of white women coming for you. So the whole point is this idea that it's some mystery how our democracy is is crumbling before our eyes. Or how there's 6-3 on the, the Supreme Court. How did this happen? You know how it happened. And sir, you have a hand in it. And that's all I said. OK, that's how I said.
1: Did he express
2: that he's operating differently this go round? I never heard him say that. I heard him say that in his book that I did not read and will not read, that he apologized in that book ah. and that I should read that book. And I said, a lot of people ain't going to read that book, but a lot of people watch you on MSNBC. So I'm saying when you're on MSNBC, before you start speaking about how hard we how much we fall fallen, how far we have fallen, talk about the mistake you made and encourage people not to be like you every time.
1: Okay, well, I know what message to say, when I see Doctor. Gloud, because the way my life works is, I'm going to end up running don't, into Doctor. Glau. You Dr. have Glaude. something
2: to say about me. I don't care what Eddie say about me. Either. I don't I, care. What I'm
1: Eddie not, got to you say. know. And listen, I, everyone knows the kind of person I am, so I absolutely am going to say now. You know that you owe this lovely lady, this kind woman, an apology. So there's one and well, two, So just know that I'm going to yes. say that because some people don't like when people stick up for them. I am a stick upper. I am too. You know I am. I know. Some people don't like that. I lost what I thought was a friend for sticking up for her. Hmm. Because she was like... I understand because it can feel like an invasion of privacy. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is public. It don't matter. So, you know, it was like she had had told me like, oh, this person got at me sideways. And then when I was with that person and that person like mentioned her, I was like, well, remember when you was sideways? And she felt like that was not my place to say. So... You know that was her preference, and I respected that. Now, if the roles are
2: reversed, and speak that, up for me. Listen, man, speak up for me. If I hear it, it, that let, you was there, let me hear. Let me hear. Let me tell you something. I'm such a big speaker upper. When somebody says something about my friend, I don't even have to tell my friend somebody says something because I handle it. That's my. Let point. me tell you what you're not gonna do. What you're not? What you're not yes. Let me. That, what? No, because I don't. What, like, I
1: need, and I need to know. Like I've had friendships end because it was like.
2: What'd you it, say? Th- <laughs> When they said it, I know you telling me what they said. What you say when they said it? Well, you know I ain't want to get involved, but you listen. But you listen. You listen. I don't even want to feel
1: like you the type of person where if they Ooh. was talking about me, Ooh. you wouldn't stop it. You better stop it.
2: I stop it. If somebody talking crazy about one of my friends, I'd be like, "Hey, I, I, I. oh, don't, no, you better put that you better, in your better group chat. Do, don't do it. Don't do it in front, of me. It in front of me." Let me tell you about her character because you seem like
1: you don't exactly. know and that's who the next she part. is. Let me tell you who let she is. Let me tell you. I have a homegirl. Shout out to Suhaila. My Say home it girl. again. Shout out to Suhaila. Suhaila. That's a pretty name. Because I want to give an example of how you can, you know, mm-hmm. stand up for somebody and, and, and let that kindness resonate right. in a real way. She was on a call representing me in a marketing space. Mm-hmm. And she was on a call with three execs, okay? And the executives were talking about doing work with me and the one sister in the room said, well, we heard that she's difficult. And, um... At that moment, Suhaila could have done one of two things because in representation, right, a lot of times people choose to go the, well, let me appease this person route. Well, she's better now or she's she used to be, but it, she's- But it qualifies right, it. absolutely. And so instead though, Suhaila said, she didn't even ask for an example. She said, how do you feel like that brings value to this conversation? <laughs> then she said, have you ever echoed those thoughts about a man? And there was silence in both ways, in both cases, both questions. And she said, so the, the issue here is we're talking about working together in a capacity and does Amanda meet the criteria right. of the capacity? Right. And she does. So when you bring in things like she's quote unquote difficult to work with, what value does that c- bring right. to the conversation? Because what we've identified here is that she meets the criteria of the capacity right. and that's all that really should be conversed mm. and for the record she's not diff- and mm. that's when now we come now we going and she's also not difficult to right. work with but when you come in, remember how you said when you come down the street and you yeah. like is is it nasty up there Yeah. So if you're coming into it with Expecting that mindset it. that's right that's what you're going to get that's what you're going to get but that was a scenario where i felt so full because you know, but that's the type of person I am. So, of course, if I see Dr. Gloud, I'm gonna be like, now, 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 Dr. Gloud, now, come on now, player, player, player. You tell the black woman she need to read. Well, we actually are the number one most well read. I mean, that's when you lost me. I was we actually like, I was do like, buy the some. most books. But I just think at the end of the day, the most important thing about this particular incident is that all the smart blacks have to be together. Yeah. We really have to be working in unison. And right. we don't have to agree on nope. everything, but we do have to understand the goal. We Absolutely. have to agree on the goal. Absolutely. And we have to also realize that, like, there's going to be pathways to that goal that aren't necessarily as exciting for all of us. Right. But that we got to understand with our critical Where thinking and logic. to yeah. get. I don't so have
2: like, to. So, like, when people are like,
1: oh, you love Biden. Of course I don't love Biden. But I know... That's where we at. I like Biden. I love Kamala. I don't love Kamala. I mean, well, what's the love? I'm a
2: AKA. Well, oh, well, nah. you got to do that. Not just that. I think she's done a great job. I enjoy her. I do. I, I mean, I think she's
1: she's a nice gal. <laughs> um, for all intents and purposes, I will say this. I think for a lot of us, she was utilized to be to to push the presidency forward in a mm-hmm. way that many vice presidents in the past have not right, been, right? so she was very specifically positioned as like a role as like they were going to add some robustness right. to this presidency now I'm not on the inside so I don't know what the breakdown was from the inside mm-hmm. but ultimately I think this was a time for the vice president to be utilized in a far more engaging way mm-hmm. and she was not and so mm-hmm. now here we are and we're still fighting voter apathy Yeah, um, but I think- in ways is that like we just didn't
2: we could have fought and I don't I don't know that that's her fault. No, I don't think it is. And I might be biased cuz you know I'm an a K. but I'm also smart and I'm, I'm swarty stuff aside. She's doing more than anyone knows she's doing because it's 24 hours indictment watch with Donald Trump. Same thing for Biden. I think that they have done a lot of good things. Like the infrastructure... I did a uh a documentary about infrastructure probably Mm -hmm. five years ago, I've been clanging the bail about we need to fix our our bridges and our roads. Okay, yeah. And so the fact that we've got, yeah, so the fact that we have an infrastructure bill now that is literally rebuilding America Mm -hmm. is everything. The student loan forgiveness is everything. Mm -hmm. There is more that they've done and could have done more, had more people voted, and we could have had the House. The House, yeah. There is, they could have done all of it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, understanding how civics works and understanding how each of the three, you know, parts of government work, I know that we can't blame him or Kamala for the things that they weren't able to do. And I think that if we had a media that cared more about democracy than ratings, we would spend more time talking about the good that Biden and, and, and Harris have done. So that's where I stand on I it. I would have
1: liked her to have
2: better, um,
1: I feel like her her talking points have not been very strong Mm-hmm. in many cases over this presidency and that's where some of my frustration has okay. been like I think there there would have there could have been a better showing and I feel like she her language
2: shifted mm-hmm. Um, what she I think it's shifting now too I feel like what we'll see at through the end of this year and all next year is going to be different I think she's going to be pushed more to the forefront I hope so which I think is going to be really great because I think young people are excited about her and I'm excited about you do? Her. I do I believe that you think young people are excited about I really Kamala do. Harris? I really do I think hmm. they are I think they're more excited about her that, than, so even, to look than even Biden, I think. I think if they had to pick who they liked, uh-huh. who they're more excited about between the two of them, I think they would say her. I have not seen that reflected in my interactions,
1: but I'm going to pose that. Qu- I'm going to actually make a direct Please query. Please do. Because I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, speaking of queries. Questions. <laughs> questions. <laughs> it's time for us to go to the Patreon. Anybody All right. It's time questions? for us to go to the Patreon. And uh, the SEAL squad is going to. Ask the questions and see well, anybody can ask the questions, but only the SEAL squad gets to see the answers. Why do you look so tall? So, um, because I'm sitting How on a cushion because I have hip dysplasia and a bad lower back. How tall are you? Five six. You are tall. Oh. I'm five two. Okay. Go on. That's part of it too. Um, we'll be over there. Hope to see you there. Go to the McDonald's
3: is not new to chicken.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: The Last Dose There y'all have it. Well, Ms. Nicole Brown, I wanna I wanna thank you. Did you make my you hyphenated my middle name? Yes, with my last. Into the last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ms. Seals. I appreciate you, Ms. Seals. No, I really appreciate this. was long overdue. And it's time. It's necessary, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I go to this uh coffee shop called La La Land and they wear hats that say Make America Kind Again. Yes. <laughs> Can we try that? And I feel like uh one thing I would love for you to leave the people with is just like. What are, what are some, maybe some like affirmations to walk out the house with to be a part of making the movement to make America kind of Okay,
2: here, how about this? No one is out to get me. (sighs) I am enough. No one is out to get me. No one? No one. No one. Imagine if you grasp that. Marjorie Taylor Greene? Nobody. Or let me say this. They may be out to get me, but nobody can get me. I think that's, yeah, because they out to get me. Nobody can get me. Nobody can get me. But also, if you if you just do a little Jedi mind trick and tell yourself nobody's out to get you, that'll totally shift everything. Because as you're moving through life, because we can look at the boogeymen or the troglodytes, uh, cave women like Marjorie Taylor Green, and that's a big bad, right? But it's really when you walk out the house and go nobody's out to get me. That means a person that cuts you off on the freeway and out to get you the person that doesn't let you merge is not out to get
1: you. You know, what came to mind was that Tamika Mallory is in Kentucky and they're telling her like, she's getting
2: death threats. So like people are out to get. Yes. But it's, it's, it's a subtle shift. Like there's the reality of we are black people in America. Right. Okay. That is never going to change. And we are literally going to be fighting for our lives until the Lord calls us home. Now that's, the truth, okay, yeah. But when we're talking about affirmations, these are the things—the little delicious things—you tell yourself to be able to make it through. But the what day. if it's a lie? It's not a lie, though, because the thing is, the idea that nobody's out to get me—I think it is the, the better way to say it—is no one will get me. Like no weapon formed against me shall prosper. There is the better is. way to say no it. No
1: weapon. Yeah, but
2: I move through life believing me. that wherever I go, mm, I'm go just, just giving you, you background music. I'm just this. giving Don't you back music. <laughs>
1: It won't work.
2: <laughs> Woo! It won't work. Come on. Okay. No weapon. Mm, Fred Hammond. That whole album is, 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 is deliciousness, anointedness in that album. Do you album. follow Fred Hammond on Instagram? I do. I'd be like, what are you posting, Fred? I know. But listen, that pages of life, chapters one and two, he can do whatever he wants. Okay. Do whatever you want. Whatever you're doing, Fred, I'm going to go back, right on back. But um, I do think that I feel like that like okay
1: I say that because I had a tough time with affirmations in the beginning because I felt like they felt like lies and I had to find affirmations that didn't that, feel like lies. Yes. Do you know do
2: you do you know that you're enough?
1: Yes. Yeah. But I had to affirm. Yeah. The lies that was that wasn't necessarily one of the ones that was felt like a lie but it just felt like now you know you don't believe that yet.
2: And so I had to Yeah. Okay, but see that's com- but that's, I had what, to, like, that's what that's what affirmation is. It's a thing that you say over and over.
1: Yes. Until you...
2: But they are out to get
1: us. So I can't tell myself that. Yeah, but Because I feel
2: like I don't want to...
1: The reason why I say this only is because I don't want us to lie ourselves into complacency. So it's more so it's like, I'm going to do what I'm
2: supposed to do. You know what's funny though, Amanda? I don't know why in my mind I can... I'm compartmentalizing it, right? Because when I think of an affirmation, I'm thinking about my space... And again, in Tamika's situation, her space is death threats right now in front of her. Yeah. But you and I, right now in this moment, and we all get nonsense. I was going to say, but there's need- nobody. Yeah, I can get them too. But nobody right now, as far as I know, I ain't checked my email in a while. Is actively like nigga bitch die <laughs> right now. <laughs> I've gotten those messages, but not right now. maybe, maybe after this year, right? Um, but it's not happening right now. So I'm saying when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, mm-hmm. and I say nobody's out to get me. That is something that resets my mind. Mm. As I go out in the world, there may be a different reality that I see that day. But in that moment, there's the, what you need. It, to... wa- yeah, it washes over you and you're like, I'm enough. It's okay. Life is opening up to me in beautiful ways that mm-hmm. I don't even know. My name is being spoken in ways that will, will change my trajectory mm-hmm. in a good way.
1: Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. the kind of
2: things that you can say because the thing is when we expect negativity. That's not true either, right? It's, yeah. it's not. If you believe that somebody's out to get you or you believe that, you know, there's no opportunities coming for you or nobody's going to ever love you, these are lies. These are lies too or things that have not come to fruition Fair. yet either. So why not, in this moment, choose to believe that good is on its way and that life can change in beautiful ways for me. There's enough reality that's going to meet us outside the door. While I'm in here, I'm going I'm to I'm make the picture pretty for me. And I suggest you do it for you. Help Preacher's Wife soundtrack It was, I love that soundtrack
1: Thank you